and welcome to the End Time Show for our channel. We'll be discussing the gospel of Oprah reincarnation. Now, Oprah Winfrey, she is known as an American icon. Actually, she is known as an international icon due to the fact that she's had one of the most popular TV talk shows ever. She's also a billionaire, and she owns her own television network or cable network, the OWN channel. She also proclaims that she's a Christian, which she's used her platform to conduct her life classes, having such mega church pastors, such as Bishop T.D. Jakes, Pastor Rick Warren, and Pastor Joe Osteen. However, Oprah, she does mix Christianity with her new age teachings and philosophies, and she's known throughout the new age movement as pretty much an evangelist using the power of media to spread the message of the new age, which is diametrically opposed to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oprah also too, she promotes new age teachings such as Christ consciousness, the law of attraction, course of miracles and reincarnation. In this video, we will cover Oprah's beliefs in reincarnation, which spans at least 25 or more years. In 2008, on the Oprah show, her and Dr. Oz both introduced Dr. Brian Weiss, which is a prestigious psychiatrist who conducts past life regression therapy on his patients to help them cope mentally. And he's also the author of the book titled Many Lies, Many Masters, based off one of his patients, Catherine, which he conducted past life regression therapy sessions, which led him to believe in reincarnation. Before Oprah and Dr. Oz entered the studio on the taping of the show, Dr. Weiss had led the studio audience through a 45-minute past life regression exercise. Based on what we're going to examine is Oprah's beliefs in reincarnation, which goes all the way back to Genesis chapter 3, verse 4. It was one of the lies that the serpent told the woman. When we read that passage of scripture, it states the following. It says, but the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. So we see in the several different religions in regards to Buddhist, Hinduism, and also too with the new age, they believe in reincarnation. It's a cycle that you live and then you die and then you go back through the cycle and then you re-enter into another body until you get it right. Now also too, we can also look that this belief in reincarnation goes back to the mystery Babylon religions with Semiramis, the belief of reincarnation. When we look at the actual word reincarnation, it comes from the Latin roots meaning enter the flesh again. In this video, we'll explore Oprah's beliefs in reincarnation, how she promotes reincarnation, but also too, we'll examine what the scriptures have to say about reincarnation and what early Christianity had to say about the false belief of reincarnation. Well, I am a Christian who believes that there are, there are certainly many more paths to God other than Christianity. I'm a free-thinking Christian who believes in my way, but I don't believe that it's the only way. What I believe is that Jesus came to show us Christ consciousness. A panel has been discussing the spirituality and the forces of God, but I also believe that there are two forces 
that are here with us, that we do have our, our, our God that we can depend on, but there's also a power of darkness that we do need to be aware of. And, and that's you, where the choice is. Do you begin. believe that, that you can choose between one or the other? Most, most absolute definitely. Yeah. Now, now Marianne uh, Williamson says in her book, Return to Love, that we're always walking in the direction of one or the other. That all of your actions in life, either you're moving toward the darkness or you're moving toward the light. Yes. calls it fear and love. There's this wonderful book called Ishmael by Daniel Quinn, which talks, it, which, which is, anyway, it's a gorilla talking, but anyway. Uh, it talks about one of the points it brings out is one of the mistakes that human beings make is believing that there is only one way to live That's and right. that we don't accept that there are diverse ways of being in the world that there are millions of ways to be a then human being and, and many ways no, but many paths to what you call God that and her crazy. path might be something else and when she gets there she might call it the light but her loving and her kindness and her generosity brings her if it brings her to the same point that it brings you it doesn't matter whether she called it God along the way or not and I guess the danger that could be on that I mean it, it sounds great on the onset but if you really look at both sides I there could possibly be just one way what what about Jesus what about Jesus There is one way and only one way, and there that is through Jesus. Jesus. There couldn't possibly be with because a million you of people say in the there world. isn't. There couldn't possibly be. Because you say, you intellectualize it and say there isn't. If no. you don't believe that, you're all buying into the lie. Before we begin this show, I have to first pose this question to Michael. Michael, do you know about your wife Sue's uh, passionate love affair with Joshua? Yes, I do. You do. Well, in a moment... He does. Michael is going to hear the sordid details about his wife's thing for Joshua. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at his face. Oh, despite appearances, Sue Gilbert really has nothing to feel ashamed or guilty about, nor should Michael be upset because the reason is that Sue's romance with Joshua occurred in a past life. Okay, stay with me. Listen up. Today, Spouses are going to hear some really unbelievable accounts of what their spouse was doing in a past life. Let me tell you, there was some stuff going on in the past. We recently <laughs> invited couples from past shows of ours to undergo past life therapy. So if it looks, if these people look familiar to you, it's because you might have seen them on this show before. We invited them back to see if it gave them any answers to their conflicts or explain why they were drawn together in the first place. Carl and Karen have been married now 17 years and they have eight children. Let's give them an Academy Award for that. <laughs> Couple Oscars. Eight children, that's tough to do these days. They appeared on a show called The Marriage Lab to talk about how they work out their differences peacefully. Michael and Susan Gilbert have been married now for eight years and they have two boys. You may remember them as the bickering couple from the show that we did about how spouse fights make you sick. Well, yeah, I was just taking his blood pressure to see how sick he was gonna get over the argument. <laughs> well, guiding the couples through past lives are two hypnotherapists from the Association for Past Life Research and Therapies. There's a lot of this going on these days. Janet Taylor is a former skeptic who has now become a believer, nothing like a skeptic turned believer. And Dr. Hazel Denning is possibly the most experienced regressionist in the world with 35 years of practice. She's also a doctor of psychology 
and is former president of the Association for Past Life Research. So let's begin with Michael and Sue. They decided to work on their bickering problems, since that's their biggest problem, as you can see from their last TV appearance. Mm -hmm. Did you see my hands are no, full of something? No, you, you were at no. the door taking your boots off. And I I, how was I supposed to know? No, you were not walking door. across. And I, I was said, was. can you take Matt? I'm going to go. I said, can about. you take Matt? I'm going to go and pick up Michael. Sue went under. Michael wasn't successful because not everybody is. I haven't done it because I don't think I can be. But anyway, uh, and it all began with her marriage to Joshua. Sue recalled that it was 1780 when she married Joshua. We go for a carriage ride. Uh-huh. We sit under a nice tree. Having a picnic. Joshua was telling me. See, you did know his name. <laughs> yeah. It just slipped out, didn't it? Okay, Joshua was telling you what? He was telling me that when, when he's a little older, he'd like to run his own place. Mm-hmm. Nobody could talk to me the way Josh could talk, make me laugh. I knew Josh was my man. So, the night, the night that we got engaged, my dad first told me that Josh was going to come to call before dinner. And I just knew. And... He had told me what Josh had been planning and asked me how I felt about Josh. And I told my father that I loved Josh very much. And we got engaged. I had a big ruby ring, four little diamonds around it. That was my engagement ring. Mm -hmm. I had a beautiful pale blue dress. Made in Paris? Mm-hmm. It's like an ice blue. Mm -hmm. Go to your death in that life. How long did you live? It's about 65. Well, that was a good long life, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. And did he live as long as you did? No. He died before you did? About five years before. Mm -hmm. What was your last conscious dying thought just before your spirit left your body? Josh. You're still thinking of him? Mm-hmm. I had a beautiful life. You had a beautiful life. It sounds like you did. But where was Michael? Sue did locate Michael, the husband that she's married to in this lifetime, in that lifetime, though she was in no position to get involved with him. Take a look at this. Michael was my girlfriend's husband. When? When I knew Josh. Oh, way back then. He was Kitty's husband. He was what? Kitty's husband. Kitty, Catherine, uh, my girlfriend. Your girlfriend? He, he was your girlfriend's husband? Mm-hmm. Did you know each other very well? Mm-hmm. I liked good, him a lot. You were good friends? Mm-hmm. Did you think you loved each other? I liked him from the beginning. He was a very nice man. Yes. I was attracted to him. Mm-hmm. But I had my marriage vows. Sure. Adam. Mm -hmm. His name was Adam. Now, here's a quote from Oprah's network on from the super soul sunday on reincarnation it states our souls existed before we were born and continue to exist after we die and the process of being reborn continues over and over as our souls evolve spiritually 
Now, here's a quote from Dr. Brian Weiss, who obviously he's been a guest over and over again um, several times on Oprah and her Super Soul Sunday. And he referenced in regards to reincarnation. He says, after thousands and thousands of dreams, we awaken. After thousands and thousands of births, we are born. This, the end, is only the beginning. You are a Yale-trained, Columbia-trained doctor, psychiatrist, agnostic. And this woman is saying these things. Things are coming out of her mouth that, that are literally unbelievable. Right. What did you make of that? I mean, so she finishes her hour session. I mean, I would have let her go two hours that day if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> she finishes her session and you say what? I said, I don't know what this is, but I could already see. It was intense. It was cathartic. It was emotional. And I didn't know why Because when you're hypnotized, you, you remember everything you're saying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not something that you forget. You remember it. And so she probably couldn't believe it herself. For her, it was easier than for me because it was it. so, yeah, to believe it. It was so intense for her. She was experiencing it with emotions and visually and, and sounds and yeah. other senses that it, it became easier over the weeks that followed for her to change her worldview. But for me, I needed more because I was such a skeptic, so left brain, so academic. Yeah. And I started already explaining it away. Like, oh, maybe she saw movies or read about this, or maybe it's the collective unconscious that the psychoanalyst Carl Jung wrote about yeah. or something else going on. But when she came back in the next week, her symptoms were disappearing. One of the things that I, I, I think that people can become aware of, even if you're not you know, regressed, as most people will not be to your past lives, that your master teachers, the people who have loved you on earth while you were, you know, in this body and even before, the people who've loved you are available to you. You can access those people. I always say to people when they lose someone, oh, now you have an angel you can call by name. Yes, yes. You can now call an angel by name. One story in Miracles Happen, a woman from South Africa, Lee is her name, and to me, this is one of the beautiful stories, and it's in a chapter on how to heal from grief. She was incredibly depressed after her husband died. Yes. And, and she found it difficult to function, and she went to a visit with her, uh, one of her sons in France, and then another son came, and they were just trying to put their lives together and survive. And her husband came to her, to Lee, um, while she was with her sons, and he whispered in her right ear, he said, you don't know how beautiful it is here on the other side. She was so shocked, but he came up to each of the sons separately before they had explained and shared that experience and said the same thing. And I love you. I'm still here. I'm with you. He'd become their angel or their spiritual mm -hmm. guide mm -hmm. or whatever. Whatever language you want to use to yeah. describe it. And one of, one of the chapters you talk about lessons that animals can teach us. When I lost my beloved dog, Sophie, Sophie, who was with me, uh, Sophie and Solomon. Solomon died a year or two later. And they were, I was closer to them than any other being on earth because they spent more time with me. They were with me day and night and came to work every single day and so forth. And I was really deeply grieving the loss of, of Sophie. Course. 
And I allowed myself to do that for a period of time and then moved into the space of knowing that just like all other beings, she was a, a, a spirit, a sweet little spirit. Mm. When I allowed the sweet spirit of her mm -hmm. to, to be present with me, I actually moved into a space where I am closer to her, makes me want to cry, I'm closer to her now than I could have been, been while she was still in the body. Absolutely. And we find animals do meet us on the other side in the near-death experience, the yeah. after-death. She's still around. Yeah. And animals reincarnate too. All beings, all beings do, not just people. Mm -hmm. And the dogs come and cats come and they teach us about unconditional love. They greet us on the other side. They're still there. Uh, love and life never stops. It never ends. It doesn't end with the death of the physical body. And also, I think, important for people to know, when you lose someone, and particularly when you're in the, in the heart of the grief, you can step up into the space that says, yes, I do grieve the loss of this person being in my life the way I was accustomed to, but the essence of that person, the heart, the love of that person, particularly if they've, you've, you've known them here on Earth, man, you, you, I find, become more powerful because you are infused with that energy yes. and that spirit in a way that you couldn't have been before. Absolutely. Energy doesn't have boundaries the it way doesn't. we think. No. It doesn't. And it so doesn't. that energy, they can be right here and, and very real. We just, to me, you know, when I debate skeptics sometimes, mm -hmm. I use a metaphor of a dog whistle that I could be blowing a dog whistle in front of a skeptic and they'll say, see, it doesn't work. I knew it was all just nonsense. But there could be a hundred dogs right outside the, the door because they heard it. Yeah. So energy doesn't stop. Sometimes our tools aren't big enough to measure everything, but we're developing mm -hmm. them. And these spiritual contacts are very real, very important. And that should be nurturing to everybody to heal hearts, to heal grief, to know that we're always going to be reunited. But even before that, they're still with us. We, we're not as aware. It's like the dog whistle. But they're there. Now we're going to go ahead. We're going to take a look at some of the writings of Irenaeus, which he was an early Christian theologian and writer, and what he had to say about reincarnation. In his writings against heresies, 2 and 29, he states, Christians believe in the resurrection of the physical body. In against heresies, 2, 33, reincarnation is absurd. Against heresies 2 and 34, souls are only created once and are immortal and can be recognized like Abraham and Lazarus. Against heresies 2, 34 and 2, the Lord has taught with very great fullness that souls continue to exist. They do not pass from body to body, rather they preserve the same form as that body to which they were adapted. Now, when we look at Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, it debunks the belief of reincarnation and that reincarnation is one of Satan's lies that goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. One of the two lies that he told Adam and Eve, you surely won't die and you should be as God. So people believe this to this very day and age that you won't die, that you keep on reincarnating re-entering a different body and you constantly are evolving and also too that you can evolve into being a god but when we look at 
Hebrews 9 and 27 says, it is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. So if you accept the gospel of Jesus Christ and you walk according to the word, you walk in the spirit, you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh and you continue to strive to live a holy sanctified life, then when you go to the judgment seat of Christ, you be judged on what you did for Christ and you will receive the righteous reward of going to heaven. On the other hand, when you rebel against the word of God and rebel against the will of God and you live an unrighteous, unholy lifestyle, your judgment will be to go to the lake of fire. So it's not about reincarnation where you're constantly going through this cycle. You have to make sure that you're in the first resurrection of Jesus Christ when he comes back and he resurrects the dead in him and also to those that are alive or caught up to meet him. Those individuals will see him in peace. The ones who are in the other type of resurrection, they will be judged at the great white throne judgment and cast into the lake of fire. So don't believe the hype of reincarnation.